What is up, everybody? Joe Sib here with you with my co-host. Anaya Bogue. Rad Parenting officially starting. I have the timer here. Boom. We are nine seconds in, everyone. I uh, want to let you guys know, uh, next week's show, I'm super excited about it because I talked about it last week. Anaya has been out on the road. You were up in uh, Northern California yep. for four days, mm-hmm. and you were doing a sexual assault prevention seminar uh, events where you were speaking to uh, parents, teenagers. Yeah, parents, teenagers, and teachers. Uh, separate, all separate presentations. Okay. Yes. Okay, because one of the things that you told me, the statistics, sexual assault uh, almost is even now as what's going on in college. college in right. high so school. College, and, and yes, yeah, so just to throw, just to give you an, uh, how important this is, current stats, which we know are much lower than what is real because the, uh, in, the rate of report is so low for sexual assault um, crimes, is one in five girls in, or young women in college, one in six girls in high school will be sexually assaulted during their time in high school. The numbers are significantly lower, but not uh, not boys also will become victims of sexual assault. Um, and so there's now a push, especially here in California, where there's actually uh, mandates about having to teach about sexual assault, assault prevention and specifically uh, language and tools of affirmative consent, which we've talked about on the show a little bit before as it applies to younger kids but uh, the presentations I was doing this week were really geared toward teens. So I'm excited about bringing that to Rad Parenting. And and as you guys know, when you listen to the show, we do a little bit of like, I almost say like a little bit of news and just what's going on with Rad Parenting at the top of the show. And one of the reasons that I wanted to bring this one up, Anae, is I really would love for everyone to kind of get the word out about this show mm-hmm. that we're going to be tackling next week. I know it's a heavy, heavy topic, and I know for some of the parents out there, you know, you have like a two- or three-year-old, and you're like, wow, how does this apply to me? But, Anea, you say... That, the honestly, the earlier the better when it comes... So the, the primary tool, as I said, for sexual assault prevention is teaching kids language and tools of consent, which can begin literally from the age of one. That's when their brains are ready to start uh, receiving information about basic like language of consent in non-sexual context so that by the time they're teens, that lang- they'll be so fluent, because really it is a language, that um, the idea and the goal is that we are going to significantly diminish these current numbers. Love it. So next week on the show, huge, huge show for us. Probably one of our most important ones. Are I mean, we going to try to do this? Is this the one we're going to try to do? Well, you know what we are thinking about? And um, I, actually, we are going to do it, is uh, we're going to be doing this show on sexual assault prevention. We're going to be doing it live on Facebook. We're going to do the Facebook streaming. Uh, we'll let you guys know if you go to our Facebook page when actually the time of day that we'll be doing it for our East Coast friends. It'll probably be later on in the afternoon for the rest of us. Yeah. You'll see us jacked up on coffee in real life. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's going to be our first streaming Facebook uh, live uh, episode that we've ever awesome. done. And um, I'm excited to do it. Uh, we, we've had a few people request, hey, can you guys ever do the Facebook live thing? And I basically had to ask my son how to set it up. So he basically <laughs> walked me through it, which I love Nate for doing that. Yes. Uh, all right, let's dive into today's show yeah. with starting with my son right there, just bringing him up into it. Um, I want to do today's episode on the battle mm. every night over the same three things. It's the same, it's the same three topics. You ready for this? I'll mm-hmm. even put them in order. Hey, bro, you got to take a shower. Push back. Hey, bro, you got to do your homework. Push back. Hey, it's time for bed. Push back. Like those three, yeah. like those three topics every single evening. And same I'm, thing in my house. Okay. Okay. So yep. great. Because I, I deal with it. My wife deals with it. 
I I literally today was when I woke up this morning, I was like, wow, last night, we were, it's the same three topics every single day. It starts with the shower, it goes into homework, and it goes into bedtime. And it's just, it just is a battle. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I've, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm totally going to be transparent. Sometimes I totally surrender. <laughs> like, I think, th- I, th- I, I think there's been, like, I'm like, sometimes I'll say like, dude, when, to my son, like, when was the last time you took a shower? And I'll be like, wow, like, there was a different season going on, I think, maybe when you, <laughs> you know? Like, certainly smells like it, darling. Y- you know, and as, as, uh, so today's show, I wanted to dive into um, how can you have this, these, this battle cease? And that, and I, and, and I just want to get to the point. How can you just make these things happen? How can the shower happen without the three hour or not the three hour, but the two hour battle? Ooh, yeah. And then how can you sit down at homework and then, and, and then, Hey, it's time to go to bed. And it, and it just finally all goes into place. And for the parents out there with, with young kids, I know you guys are dealing with it. And you know, like I said, I got a 12 year old and I'm still dealing with it right. you know, with my daughter. You know, she's taking showers, you know, constantly, you yeah. know, <laughs> multiple, we'd like to hurt a shower a little less exactly. because our I get, water I get the water control. bill and it's insane. Yeah. I'm like, hey, can we can we less showers for you? Yeah. So today's show, <laughs> the battleground of the shower, the homework, and uh, going to bed. Yep. Um, and, and and let's just start with I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a picture and then I want you to dive in. Okay. And I will be quiet. All right. I know a lot of parents out there, uh, you get up in the morning, you get out of the front door, you get out the front door, say 7 a.m take your son or daughter or both of them to school, right? Uh, you had to work. You can't, the after school, they got to do some maybe after school program, right? Because mm-hmm. parents got to work. And then by the time you swing by and pick them up now, you're picking up, what, 5.30? You're rolling home. This is the first time they've walked through the front door since they left when it was 7 a.m. And then boom, like you're starting in with showers, homework, bedtime. Yeah. How I can understand the pushback from a, a kid with like, you know, I just got in the yes. front door, man. Can mm-hmm. I can I just have a moment to myself? So there you go. That's that's my that's my setup right there for right. how do we handle this? Okay. So do you have to cough? Do you want to just I, get a, I don't know. I'm, do I you, think you I'll know? be okay. okay. <clears throat> I may just keep clearing my throat. Okay, okay. So so first of all, um I want to just remind us because sometimes we forget as strange as this this statement is, may sound to some. I think sometimes we forget that our children are human beings. <laughs> Yeah. And they're young human beings who have certain inclinations. Like if you read the four agreements, it talks early on about the domesticization, wait, domestication, domestication of of our children. That that's kind of the first phase they go through. What you know when they arrive on the planet. And um, so some of the pushback is just absolutely about like I don't want to do that, and I've been told what to do all day long, and I don't want any more people telling me what to do or how to schedule my time. I've been whatever. at school, I've been at daycare. Right. Everyone's telling me where I got to go, how That's I got to right. stand, when to talk, when yeah. not to talk. Wash my hands. Did you do this? Did you do that? So finally, there is like just give me a second. That's right. That's right. And so I think we have to be a little bit like not only compassionate to that, but we have to take a look at how. Um, how much we are scheduling them to basically, you know, it's almost like we've all, we're either running so quickly and, and with such packed schedules as adults that we then need to c- kind of give our kids these parallel packed schedules to make everything work because what would happen if they have downtime when you don't or whatever? So I think we have to really sort of look at this holistically to some degree about making sure that A, downtime is, we re- recognize that it's important and B, that we actually make room for it. So um, with that said, you know, when our kids come 
home after being in school for whatever, six, eight, 10 hours, if there was, you know, aftercare or whatever while we're at school or while we're at work, then when they come home, they don't want to immediately start their version of work again by, say, doing their homework. But I never, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. It's so like their workday is continuing. Totally. Never thought of it that way. So, so some of it, I think, is we have to look at our approach to education, and, and we've talked a little bit on, about this on the show before, about like really what is the value of having three hours of homework or even an hour of homework when they've already been in school all day, depending on their age. And so I think we need to look at that. And when we're seeing from the time that they're early that there's a ton of pushback with something like homework, that we need to look and go, okay, wait, do, do I have my kid, if in fact we have the luxury of an option, do I have them in a school where there seems to be room for the balance of academics all day and then more for this episode right now i want to speak to our uh, our friends out there that are like hey wish i had that luxury but no my kid's getting sent home with an hour's worth of homework regardless and that is the norm yeah so so that seems fair so So if you have it any different than that you are doing like you're lucky yeah it is a luxury yeah so, so, let's, let's so they walk in, and I think you know some of this has to be again because they're human beings with their own unique personalities. I think it's always good, um, a good response to their natural inclination to be like, "Oh my gosh, I feel like one more person is like telling me how I need to move through the world." Um, is to give them choices. So you could say something like, "Okay, so it looks like you have about an hour of homework, right?" If that, and and usually in the lower grades, teachers will say, you know, expect your third grade child to have you know an hour or so of homework each night. So you might say to your child, okay, well, you do have a choice here. This hour of homework needs to be done because that's part of your job. In in my house, we talk a lot, and we've always done this with both girls, is school is your job. You know, we go to work, you go to work, and we we sort of function on this work hard, play hard uh, approach to life. And so um, I would say to my daughter, okay, you've got about an hour of homework. You have a choice. You can take 30 minutes or an hour right now to have a little downtime. You want to have a snack, you want to play in your room, but let's set a timer together for one hour or 30 minutes or whatever you agree upon. Um, And then you're going to sit down with no argument and do your homework. And the other alternative, of course, is what works for me, get the work part out of the way. Just dig deep and get it done because then the rest of your evening is going to be free. And you know, honestly, it will depend on the child. Some will be like, there's no way I can sit still and do this if I don't go out and run around in the backyard, or I don't have some time to game to just kind of check out, you know, with my brain for a little bit, or at least check out of the kind of brain uh, presence I need to have in school. So it's the choices that you're offering them from the time they walk in the door. Hey man, either you can bust this out right now and get it done, Mm -hmm. which I'm a big fan of, or we can take an hour, you chill for a little bit, but you're going to have to come back down here in a certain part. We're going to start, you're going to have to start uh, doing your homework. That's right. And the importance I think of giving them options is that it gets them to exercise that muscle of like, okay, I do. And and there's generally less, less pushback when they feel like they actually have a say in it. Somebody's not, another person's not literally just deciding what the next step is going to be for them and they have no choices. So that's a good balance to that. Okay. And and the thing I was going to say was, do you feel that the the word reward would kind of fit in um, 
that title in the sense of like, hey, if you do your homework, the reward is you got the rest of the evening to do yeah, whatever I you want? Yeah, I would put it in that context, okay. but I would, I would be more inclined to say, you know, what works for me, like speaking of myself to my child, is I like to decide what is the thing that I'm going to get to do or that I'm going to do for myself on the other side of this that's going to make it feel like, oh, I finished the race, like I'm done and now I get to do something nice for myself. Um, I think it's really important for them to, again, also participate in deciding, well, what would be a nice reward for me? I would do not reward with food. It is not a good pattern to set. Okay. Um, so you can't go for the, hey, man, you bust this out. Here's, you here's know, a candy. Yeah. Here's a, like, you know, just encouraging so you're not supposed bad to do that? habits. I, I wouldn't. Okay. I personally wouldn't. I'm writing that um, down. Okay. <laughs> no, and I would. I'm the master of the. Uh, of the chocolate covered like pretzels, like hey, if you power this, I'll give you some of these. Yeah, okay. I I just think that it it start the reason that I just so that it's clear the reason that I think that using food sets a bad example or creates a bad habit is that you start to set kids up to become emotional eaters. So like, oh, this really feels awful to me, so I'm gonna have a piece. That they start to associate in their brains even subconsciously that well, if I feel bad, I can just eat some candy. And honestly, what that does, like most sort of quote unquote drugs, is it'll like set set you up. And you'll feel great for like an hour, and then you'll crash even harder. It's so it's just not. It's totally not the get best it. Thing, totally right? get it. Okay, so um, you were you're back to sidebar off of the the food thing. Don't reward with food. Yeah, so re- don't reward with. Food. So reward with basically reward free with, time. Yeah, free time. Like what would what's something that you would like to do that you can reward yourself with? Like I'm going to support you in setting that up. You know, whatever. Um, the other thing is. Uh, and this is just what we do in, in my house, and par- this is not necessarily like you have to see what works for your particular kid, but because we always draw the parallel for our girls around school and work, um, with my youngest, what really started to get her on track was we would pay her an allowance of, of sort t- for every day that she finished her homework. So it went like this. She had a little chart on the fridge that she could see for each day, and when she finished her homework, she would have to come and have me or you know have another adult in the house sign off on it. And then we would initial that. And at the end of the week, however many days she, and it wasn't just completing her homework, it was completing her homework without a big ordeal, without the complaining and all of that, just getting it done. And then at the end of the week, she would have earned herself $2 a day, which for an eight-year-old is like, oh my gosh, I made eight bucks. Like that's huge to her. And she starts to draw the correlation between working hard and then having money, which will give me the opportunity to go out and there make choices about how I spend said money. Okay. I love what you just said. And I think it's really important that we sidebar for just one second uh, for all our parents out there. When you described this chart that's on the refrigerator, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you guys right now from personal experience, when we learned in our household to design some sort of chart, mm-hmm. whether it was for um, homework mm-hmm. or whether it's been for chores. For our house, it, we we never did the homework chart, but we did do the chores chart. Whenever my son or daughter would see something that was on the refrigerator or over, you know, in the eating area uh, and visually could see it, game changer. And I always was like, oh, that's not really going to make a difference. And Karen was like, no, 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 let's write this out. When they see it, they'll actually do it. And I'm like, no, they're not. And sure enough, 
really important, you guys. Uh, I was I didn't think I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't think I think you know no one's gonna look at that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I started seeing what was supposed to be done each and every day because yeah. they visually saw it. That's right. It was it's like an overt um, acknowledgement of like appreciation of progress of you know here's what I'm working toward. All of those little I call them brain prompts that help the you know certainly your child, but also as a family, you sort of staying on track with this commitment that you're making. All right, I love it. Got to give a shout out to everyone on a stairmaster that's on a jog. You're 15 minutes into your run right now. Yeah. I love <laughs> I that. I love that. I love that. You're 15 minutes into it. You're go, doing great. Keep going. Yeah, there you go. If you yeah. Okay. Um I want to move along to now we've done we had the first battle. Yeah. Okay. And it feels like everyone won. I don't want to say parents won. Yeah, but that the is the idea. The everyone idea is there's won. a way to do this so there wasn't everybody a wins. Yep. There wasn't a blowout. Okay. Yep. Okay, how are you going to get the shower to happen? Oh boy. Or the wind down for bedtime? Yeah. Yeah, you just. I finished my homework, Mom. Yeah, I thought my. I, you said, "Hey, now it's gonna hard. be my time." Now you're telling me to have a shower. Yeah, totally. And I again, this is a big one in my house. I we're always just like, "What is the big deal?" And the the bedtime is an even bigger quandary. But anyway, so with the the shower again, I I think it is primarily. Um, the, again, that have to like, oh my gosh, like yet another thing that I have to do. So, um, so here, I'm going to say a few things. Number one, those of you who are listening, who have little children, let me tell you as a, a, you know, from experience with my own children, as well as the, you know, numerous parents and, and, you know, teens that I work with, those who have they those who learn early on and have sort of structure like a routine a daily routine generally do better they just they do better they do better with adding things as they get older and you have an opportunity to create a routine when they're younger of like every night this is part of our wind down we're going to have a warm shower we're going to have a warm bath and you know i mean i would personally and i do whenever i can like do make little perks like throw the towel in the dryer. Cause some of it is the pushback of somebody's telling me what to do. And another part of it is like, I don't want to get out of the shower and then be standing there when I'm so cold. Like that's my daughter's big complaint. I just, I hate it that I'm standing here cold and blah, blah, blah. So I answer that with whenever I can with like, say putting a towel in the dryer and in some way making it more interesting or special or like, oh, that's a problem. We're going to find out, a, we're going to figure out a solution so that you have one less reason to push back about the yeah. shower. Yeah. Um, and then I would also do things like, you know, but you're a big girl and this is part of you taking care of yourself. Like that would start at right about what age? As early as possible. Okay. Like in terms of like the, the, um, I would, I would start it like when they're little. Wow. That's a loud yeah. sign. I wonder if it's picking up. Yeah. Um, a siren just went by, guys. Everything's fine. Everything's though. fine. We're okay. Okay. Um, so when they're little, what I'm initially saying is that if there's a routine where every single night around the same time is their bath time, because when they're little, we're t- typically bathing them. And then as they get older, I would sort of, I would, uh, like my youngest is eight. And so it, what worked with her was A, routine, and B, making it a thing that I really praised her for. Like, oh my gosh, you're such a big girl taking your own shower. You know, this is really great. Um, but it does not happen every night. And that, I can't even imagine what a battle that would be to have her have her like showering every single night. But she's eight. There's going to be a time in the not-too-distant future. And this is what you're talking about with your son. Yeah, I was like, going to say. Please, with- for everybody's sake, please get in the shower. Yeah. You know, he's and twelve year old he's a twelve year old boy. He plays a lot of sports. Yeah. I get it. He's tired. He comes home. He kind of has his routine of what he wants to do. Uh, and then when we get to the shower aspect yeah. of it, the thing I will say is this every time the dude gets in the shower, he's in there singing. 
It's yeah. Like he so turned, he's good once he yeah, gets there. He turns into like Elton John or Sinatra and he's yeah. just in there singing and he has the best, you know, and he comes down and you can tell he's, he's relaxed and yep. he's like, you guys were right. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, so better. sometimes it just means reminding them of that. I've also used the, the, um, the approach of let's see how quickly, if this is something you don't want to do, because this is a big, like this applies to all three of them. If this is something you really don't want to do, instead of expending all of this precious time and energy walking around here complaining about it, why not challenge yourself to get it done as quickly as you can? Which you have to be careful because that goes into territory of like they start to just, you know, uh, half-ass it. Like they're just not, yeah. you know, putting their best foot So much forward. negotiating going exactly. on at that point too. But I'll Negotiating is like, a big factor too. Oh my gosh. With with everything that you're talking about, uh, with whether it's the homework or whether it's yep. taking the shower, I really feel that it is so hard for me sometimes uh, n- dealing with the negotiating that would go back and forth, yeah. especially when they were younger. You know, my, my daughter would negotiate so much. It was like dealing with a lawyer. Yep. Like she would have almost points. Like and I'll he, do this, but you have to do that. And if you do this, then I'll, it was just uh, yeah. it was crazy. And you're like, I don't think I have the stamina yeah. for this. And, like, okay, yeah. whatever. And then all of a sudden it. you surrender. Yes. You surrender. Yes. So the, so so for mom and dad out there that have ever just surrendered, and and obviously we're talking about the, the, the parents out there with the younger kids, man, um, I get it. Don't feel bad if you start waving the white flag once in a while. Yes. And you're like, you know what? Okay, homework's not getting done and you're not taking a shower. Okay, Good for you, because I'm out, and I, and I I want to say that because you know especially with doing this show, as much as we Anae and I would both love to say that we've never surrendered, I I I have had that white flag in my back pocket so many yeah. times. Uh, I don't reach for it, you know. You, you stop reaching for it, obviously, when you learn these kind of tricks of the trade. Yeah. I almost would say. Um, I want to move on mm-hmm. because I I want to hit you up with something at the end of this one. Uh, I want to move on with okay, we've gotten the homework done. We've gotten uh, the shower taken mm-hmm. or the bath taken, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's you know we're rolling into bedtime, bedtime right. and it's I'll be there in one second. I just want to watch yes. this uh, as the kids get older. I just gotta you know text so and so. I gotta do this. Mm-hmm. I gotta do that. All right, guys, and, and you know in our household it's it's the we st- you know whenever I want someone to do something, I literally start an hour before. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey guys, yep. you know it's time to go to bed. Hey, yep. we're gonna be going to bed. It's a great hey, you know, approach, and I'm just saying it, and I'm just saying yep. it, and I'm saying it. Okay, finally you get to the time. Um, with the younger ones, and I would say with with you know with my kids now they are tired, so they like yeah I'm tired I want to go to bed. Right. Okay. With the younger ones for our parents right there. Yeah. What do you mean? Okay. I just it's my time now. You know I'm talking yes. about the the kids five six seven. You know. Yeah. Well yeah I mean I have an eight year old. Yeah, you have an eight year old, exactly so you know. Okay. What, yeah. What's up? This is great. So. Um, Wow. Okay. So a few things you've you you already kind of touched on a number of them. One, lots of lead time. Uh, two, I would say it's really important. So for in my house, it has always been the case, and I think this is frequently the case with a set of parents. Again, if you have the luxury of parenting with a partner, um, and that it's lovely when you do, I am like Mary Poppins in the morning, and at night I am I don't know Cruella Deville. Like it's just not. It's yeah, not I've noticed pretty. that because sometimes I'll text you at night, yeah. and it takes forever <laughs> to get an answer from you. And then in the morning, like this morning, you yeah, text. You, on it. You're here now. Yeah. Uh, and you said, "Hey, we're supposed to we're supposed to track at 10 a.m." You say, "Hey, here come at nine. Yeah. I need to know now. And I was literally looking at the phone, and it was 6:30 when you sent that to me. And Sorry. I was like, "Wow, man, she's been up for a while." 
Okay. So in the morning, I'm. It's that what I'm saying is that I am the better of the two of us to be taking on the morning routine because I can be upbeat. I've got lots of energy and patience, and you know I'm going to pull everybody else into that yumminess. At night, my short fuse because I'm just done. I'm not a night person. Um, then that would be when my husband would take over because he was much better in, in the evening than he was during the day. And so it was a, a nice way for us to sort of tag team, if you will. So if you have that opportunity or that luxury, that's a great approach is put the parent in the lead position who is best equipped. And maybe it's a day-to-day thing. Maybe it's it. a you know evening, morning thing, whatever. So whoever's run, whoever at that point is going to be the lead, the lead parent, that's lead right. partner, uh, is going to be the one that hey I'm I'm better in the evening. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay, exactly. That's a, so you're okay, taking on bedtime, great, great. and the you know the other parents taking on getting the kids out of house out of the house in the morning. Blah blah blah. Got it. So um and then uh so lo- I already said lots of lead time. So the other thing is remember from our past shows on sleep time, it's really really critical, especially with the with the young ones, to get them in that mode before they cross that threshold and they have that boost of cortisol again, where they're going, which is essentially the second wind. So really watch your kids and and see what works for them. And for, you know, in that young group, you know, I have to, with my daughter, if she does not, is not in bed by like between 8.30 and 9, things start to go sideways. So timing is everything, uh, enough time, enough lead time so it doesn't become frantic and just crazy. Timers are a big factor because you know when you it, kids have a hard time with the sen- with their sense of time, and so if you just say, okay, let's together set a timer that they can check on and see and be like, so you have this much time, um, and I think it's always good to front load it and say, okay, so why don't you get your jammies on really quickly and brush your teeth and be fully ready for bed, and then if you want to take fifteen minutes before lights out to read a book to, you know, my, my daughter's now writing in a journal, but something that, you know, can involve play, but is definitely sort of more wind down play. That's another good way to make them feel like, oh, I have a say in how this is happening. And so the pushback factor can be diminished by doing that. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense. Okay. Big fan of timers too. Yes. Anyone we, that has an iPhone or anyone that has a phone, because you, you know, have a it's timer like the, on it. It's like putting something in print. Like we're not arguing with the clock. The clock says, you know, it's whatever, quarter of nine or it's 7.30 or whatever it is. And so that's it. That's it. And you've had lots of time to see how you want to manage the last hour before you go to bed. And again, I'm going to say for those of you who have young kids, the more that you create this routine from the time they're young, the easier that it will be when they start getting to that point where they're much better at like pushing back and challenging you and all of that because they'll their bodies will be wired for it and just their sense of the way their days look will be will be already in place. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I love how we I touched we touched today on all three battles that I've dealt with in my house. Sounds like you've dealt with in your house. Somewhere where parents listening have as well. Uh, the recap, of course, uh, the the homework battle. I love uh, the time before. Hey, you got some time because the way that I have to look at it is they've just come home from work and I'm essentially telling them to go right back to work. Yep. And I know that I don't like that when mm-hmm. I come home. Hey, you've got these list of things you got to yep. do. Nightmare. Yep. Uh, and then the whole shower thing. Uh, 
you know, I loved how we touched on basically for the younger ones. Hey, this is a, this is an opportunity for you to, you know, you're, oh man, you know, you're being a big boy, you're taking a yeah. shower, you're making that happen. And also going just straight to what you said, that is a great little tool right there. Throw the towel in the shower, I mean, in, in the, the shower. Dryer. <laughs> throw the, sh in the <laughs> yeah, shower. That'd be, really <laughs> that'd be a different kind of shower. Uh, throwing the towel in the dryer so it's warm. Yeah, and it's just making, making it, it special in yeah, some way. Making it special. And I'll just say this too, um, get a lot of like for the, for the bathtub, I just remember my kids loved the toys in the yes, bathtub. Totally. And we had so many toys in there that when anyone else took a bath, it, it was almost like dangerous. Yes. It was like, you know, yes. there's so much stuff for in the there. little ones. So it's another playtime yeah. for them. Love <laughs> it. And then also um, recapping for uh, bedtime, uh, basically setting the timer and say, hey, look, before you crash out, you've got another 20 minutes. You can do what you want. Obviously, right. some sort of activity that's wind down. That's yep. not this, that's not the time to like, Run hey, around. I know you want to go play drums. Seek. Yeah, exactly. Want to go on the trampoline in the front of the house. Right. That's not going to be yeah. it. Great. I love it. Um, I, I The last thing I had written here, and I, I wanted to get just your opinion on mm -hmm. this, Anaya, was I had like pick your battles. Because mm. that's one of the things that I feel like as much as I... I've always wanted everyone to be on schedule and, mm -hmm. and my wife and I, we, we've tried to keep everyone on schedule, but let's be realistic. You know, you know, I work at night, you know, yeah. I'll come home from a show and my kids still want to see me. Mm -hmm. And that's been a big thing in our household uh, that they would, they would, you know, I'd come home sometimes midnight. Yeah. And if it was maybe, you know, obviously not a school night or something like that, that you know, my son, you know, he'd wake up and he'd come downstairs and mm -hmm. we'd allow, you know, yeah, I want to, you know, your dad just got home from doing stand up and I'd right. come down and, you know, we sometimes, you know, and now with my daughter being, you know, teenager, I'll, I'll see her light on when I come home and right. hang out with her. And obviously that's different because she's older, but um, we kind of always had this idea in our household of like picking our battles. Like obviously as much as we could keep them on schedule, we would, yeah. but there was some nights that I would say, yeah, you know what? Forget the shower. It's yeah. just not going to happen. And as long that, as... No, how do you I, feel about that? I think that what you need to do is you need to make really clear that an exception is being made. So it's not a just giving in. It's okay. not... Because then what we teach our kids is, well, if I just whine or make this difficult enough for my mom or dad, that's the thing that works because they will employ that every opportunity I would get. say sometimes pick your battles would be... Came to pick you up at school. The it ran into basketball, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and now it's eight o'clock. We yeah. just ate at the restaurant. I can tell you're super tired. You know right. what? We'll skip showers tonight. Just crash out. Yeah, for for sure. And then you could even just there be wasn't like, a pushback on there, and it was me basically saying, you know what? Just, yeah, just crash out. Yeah, no, I think that for sure, if you get you know pushback in those moments, I think that you should always have like a get out of jail free card. You know, just but it should just be seen as something yeah. that every now and then, if circumstance dictates. There's of course going to be an exception to the rule, but here's what we do most of the time and really just use those when you absolutely have to. But not giving in when it's, I don't want to take a shower and the yeah. fighting and the battle happens, yes. which was the germ of this whole episode in the middle of battle, you know, mom, dad just waves the flag and says, all right, great. You don't have to do it. That's what you're saying. Avoiding. That's right. Okay, great. Yep. Oh, great. I love it. Um, hey, I want to thank everyone uh, always for listening to the show. One more time next week, we are going to be having our sexual assault prevention show and it's a huge show we're going to be doing it live on facebook i'll be posting the time out there of when we're going to be doing it um it'll either it'll you know when we're going to be doing the show but also if you guys want a direct text from us i think mm -hmm. this is the best way to do it and we've been doing this texting where you text the word parenting to 31 31 31 and we're getting a huge list of people interested in what we're doing here at rad parenting and this will be the way that we will let you guys know 
when we're going to be doing this live sexual assault prevention episode on rad parenting. So just text the word parenting to 31 31 31 and then we will text you back the time of when we will be doing it. Give it give us a little bit of um leeway from when you hear this uh this week to like get you guys that date. Cuz a couple of people have said, "Hey, I text, you know, I text you guys and I haven't gotten anything back mm-hmm. yet." And that's just because I'm lagging. I'll just totally be honest with you because I'm like, we're like building the studio. Yeah, we're, you know, we're going, on. You know go, going through the emails, getting everything going on. Um, with all that said, any questions you guys have with Rad Parenting, please always send them to radparenting at gmail.com. And uh, once again, text parenting to 313131 and we will give you information on next week's show as well as all of the other shows. And for everyone out there that's been sitting in their car battling traffic on your way home, you're 31 minutes into it, hopefully you're home. For the people that are running, because I'm a runner and I listen to podcasts, 30 minutes jogging, say stop. You're stoked. You're done. Uh, (laughs) Anyone like riding a bike or something like that, 30 minutes, you got to go another 30 minutes. So find another podcast. Um, And for everyone else, thank you so much for listening to Red Parenting. We appreciate it. My name is Joe Sib. And Anaya Boak. And we are out of here. Late. Late.